Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another podcast. Today, we have Kyle Jim, who is the president of Dana Introspective. Kyle, if you could introduce yourself. Yes. Good morning, everybody. My name is Kyle. I'm from the community of Shiprock. Thank you for tuning in. Um, so Kyle is here today to talk about his organization, Dinette Introspective, and its relation to food sovereignty and also other programming. Um, so if you could start off by describing what Dinette Introspective is and how the organization got its start. Yes. So our mission statement, as Dinette Introspective members, we organize, educate, motivate, empower to sustain a healthy community by embracing culture and resilience. Our vision statement Dine Introspective promotes mental, physical, spiritual well-being and environmental issues surrounding our local communities to increase intellectual health awareness between self-reliance and living a healthy lifestyle. And so we also have a philosophy that we implemented just a few months ago, and our philosophy is and so the SNBH relates to walking in beauty, but in order to walk in beauty, we mention and talk about the process is that beauty has to begin within the mind in order to talk and provide the action of walking in beauty. And so those are our mission, vision, and philosophy within the organization of Dine Introspective. And so DI has been in practice since January 2017, but we did have a failure to launch um, in the beginning, specifically November and December of 2016. And so since then, we've been able to provide community meetings on a monthly basis. And so we provide a safe space for public community members and professionals to come together and network and discuss and strategize on real action towards the community. Within the meetings, we also discuss business of our organization leading to our programs and services. And so all of this is in efforts to empower our people especially the indigenous communities is our main focus while our target is the kids. Uh, Within the organization, we do have principles that we apply towards every project that we do. So we have self-empowerment. We want to be able to empower each other by making ourselves realize that we have a voice, that we have action, that we've had this power. And so we want to be able to tap in and support each other in that way. And next is peer support, actually. And so we want to, to connect with our peers and provide assistance in any way in such endeavors. Third is education awareness. And so we want to to provide that education awareness. And so we have to be very in tune with the community in order to make a big impact. 
And fourth is cultural heritage as our last principle. Cultural heritage is part of our self-identity. And so we want to celebrate who we are and even practicing our culture, leading to the language, food, and back to the family. Can you discuss some of the different programs that Diné Introspective offers um, that really showcase ways that you implement and reinforce the different principles that you had just mentioned? Yes. In effort to support and empower the kids, we are targeting also the parents through our program, which is the Family Voices Circle. And those circles also break down into the matriarchal and patriarchal, given our women's circle and father's circle. But in total, the Family Voices Circle is a family-to-family support group. Usually the, the circles last up to three hours. And so within that time frame, we have the community members, the participants sharing information. It's very unique on how each circle is, and there's variety of people. Uh, within the circles, we do have a children's arts and crafts station, and we also serve dinner. And it just relates back to food sovereignty and just feeding our people. And so the Family Voices Circle provides a total safe space and a break space for individuals to talk about their experiences. And, and so the other program leads into is Enchant the Environment. That program is intended for agriculture, permaculture practices. And so with Enchant the Environment, it provides assistance to the farmers and gardeners. Given the Four Corners area, Shiprock specifically, uh, along the San Juan River, the communities are farmers, are con- consisted of farmland. And so we want to reactivate these farms. We want to feed our people, feed ourselves. So the Enchant the Environment is intended to provide services, to revitalize the land, and to provide better crops. Before we go into talking more specifically about the program Enchant the Environment, regarding the first program that you had mentioned, the Family Voices Circle, I was wondering if you could provide some more information, like is it open to everyone and what days and the location of where the meetings may be held, just in case some listeners might want to have access to that program. Okay, so our family Voices Circle are scheduled every second Tuesday of the month. For September, we were actually in Newcomb Chapter House, and we had over a dozen participants that showed up. And so we have selected eight communities, mainly in the northern and eastern agency, from Newcomb, Baclavato, Shiprock, Nanaknazad, all the way to um, Zithlatidli. We are targeting rural communities, and so we acknowledge that these rural communities have less services, less acknowledgement, and less support. And so there is a flyer that's available as well. It's very magnificent how how the community can come together, and so the Family Voices Circle is 
promote within the families the Es leadership. And so we want our native communities to return back to Es, to providing these family values and even treating each other back to that respectable manner as well. Yeah, it sounds like the Family Voices Circle really a programming for families and that it's very inclusive and intergenerational. Now going on to the other program that you had mentioned, the Enchant the Environment. Could you talk about the significance of that program and how that program itself is also intergenerational? Yes, Enchant the Environment is an outdoor program. In the beginning of uh, my studies, the the environment has always had my attention. I grew up as a farmer, and so the land um, always had my mind working towards creativity. And so given our region in the Four Corners, there's desert. So I'd like to share with everybody that it was not always the desert, that there was trees, that there was plants, that there was more waterways flowing everywhere. And so that as Deneh, we've had our own techniques, we had our own ways and methods towards growing our own food and building the soil. And so uh, much of our technology has been relabeled. Um, part of this is this discussion is decolonizing in a sense as well. And so Enchant the Environment also empowers the people to understand that we have the capabilities that our ancestors were the ones that were taking care of the land. And so it, it is passed down from generation to generation. And through Enchant the Environment, we provide educational workshops, whether it's um, creating a seed bank or creating swales or capturing rain. Uh, we go over techniques on how to modify your home, garden, or even a farm. We understand that we, we do live in a low-income community as well. So much of our techniques and methods are very much natural to the land and, and that there's just minor altercations that can capture and retain a lot of that moisture for the seeds to grow and even just providing the, the nutrients. And so everything can, can happen um, within, within years. Yes, it's laborious, but it's also magnificent. You, you build a relationship between yourself, the land, the plants, even the elements of the water, the sun. It's very beautiful. There's just that outdoor therapy that happens. And I would just love for everybody to experience this relationship. It's a spiritual journey as well. And the final result, the physical aspect of your, your produce, whether you're picking your corn or your melons or your tomatoes. Thank you so much for giving all that insight onto the different programmings, but especially the Enchant the Environment and Family Voices Circle. So for those of you who don't know, Kyle also has a background in indigenous culinary arts, um, and everything that he had just mentioned is very integral in food sovereignty and how food sovereignty and also seed sovereignty are growing movements in different indigenous communities and spaces, um, especially in New Mexico. 
And Kyle is also a part of the Shiprock Area Food Access Coalition. So I was wondering if you could talk more about first indigenous culinary arts and then also the Shiprock Area Food Access Coalition. Definitely. So I've been a community organizer for several years, um, stringing from the Chapter House to AmeriCorps. Um, with the Indigenous Culinary Art, I had come across this opportunity, Culinary Fellowship, with um, Indigenous Culinary Art and in Native American Food Sovereignty Alliance. And I, I got selected uh, to be part of this fellowship and so this, this conference was happening for five days. Um, I traveled out there to the conference and I remained in the kitchen along with other indigenous chefs. And so it was very amazing to see how they work and how knowledgeable they were about the food and even just going into ancestral foods. And so it really opened my eye as to the bigger scope of food and how food is very important and how we have that special bond with food. And so given my, my past work in the community as an organizer, I was for health and wellness, but I wasn't very much in tuned about the food. I was just like, okay, let's just uh, get some sub sandwiches or some pizza or something and, and ta-da, everybody's fed. But ever since that fellowship, it, it really made me realize on how the system is set up to where our people rely heavily on the system of the government and even the, the commercial trade. And so it's a very scary aspect given that our rural communities have been labeled a food desert. And so they rely on the gas stations for food. And there's hardly any nutritional food in the gas station. Majority of it is processed food. There may be a grocery store. And some of these grocery stores hold the weight of, of serving over a dozen communities, these rural communities. And so these particular grocery stores take advantage and they're making a lot of money from these multiple communities that have to shop at one grocery store. And so you see a spike in soda. Pop is being extensively sold at a high rate. And, and we're making these companies very rich from these, from these indigenous communities. And so part of the work that I do is towards providing that that sound information that we have to not rely on the system so much. And so that it can be something simple as growing our own food, reactivating these farmlands. And so in that, going back to simplicity, a farm is, is a big operation, but a nice head start is a garden. And so we, we can we could scale back and we can maximize our efforts even through a garden. And so as a indigenous culinary artist, um, referring back to the fellowship, I gained a lot of support from my peers. I networked, spoke with 
professionals to gain a full understanding and even working in the kitchen as well. And so I got to butcher a bison. I got to help roast a beaver and and even uh, perform in a food expo at that particular conference. And so it was definitely a, a journey that, that put me on stage. And so with all of that experience and knowledge, I have continued to practice here in my community and just showing my people that cooking is simple. Cooking is, is a great way to feed yourself. So even back to our culture, we have our own different techniques of cooking and through our own technology as well. So as a indigenous culinary artist, the ways that I practice is through food demos. I provide uh, food demonstrations, linking up with other organizations or events um, like the Shiprock Farmers Market, and even as well as the Dine Introspective events that we are simply reintroducing healthy foods through our community. And so a recent network is, yes, the Shiprock Food Access Coalition, where we are coming together. We have professionals, community members networking together. But just recently, we've had some advancement, and we are working with the budget. And so we are able to create um, a lot of attention towards what we're doing. And so we allow everybody and anybody to come and join us on this venture towards the benefit of our communities. And so through the coalition, I am managing the food demos. And so with the work at hand, we are looking to recruit community chefs, professional chefs, as well as helpers and even nutrition educators to help function a food demonstration for the community. And so we usually operate on Saturdays at the farmer's market, as well as any other um, organizations that would like to collaborate with us. And the farmer's markets that you just mentioned are all located in Shiprock, right? Yes, the Shiprock farmer's market is located outside of the chapter house parking lot. Um, thank you for providing some of the information for those who may want to access the Shiprock Area Food Access Coalition. I also just want to say that Dine Introspective also has a website, um, which will be linked when this podcast is published. So you can also go there to find out more information about the different programming that the organization offers. Um, and it also has Kyle's contact information for those of you who may be interested and i would also just like to provide a thank you to all the supporters indian country grassroots support the navajo family voices dinesh center research and evaluation dinesh bahajon coalition and dinesh bahinah coalition capacity builders cope as well as um, the, the Tiwa woman, NASPA, IAC, and there's just so many great people out there <laughs> as well that, um, that I love to support and love to work with and that we all network with each other. And I'm just very much thankful for this experience. And all of this is an effort for our kids, for our people, 
are going to re remain here long before the system is, is over. And so um, I am here for the long haul. So I appreciate the interview and, and everybody's time. ahead. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, just as you had mentioned, that it's a little over two years since Diné Introspective has started as an organization. The things that you've talked about today, the programming that you all implement sounds really amazing. And I'm just excited to see what Diné Introspective and the Shiprock Area Food Access Coalition will achieve in the future. Is there anything else that you want to say? I would just like to share with everybody that if you want to create, make action in your community, make a positive difference, that you don't necessarily have to take a political position, that you can just simply start out with just talking with your peers, talking with elders, getting advice. And so I just wanted to share with everybody that anything is possible. You, you just have to swing at everything, take advantage of the opportunities even the, the chapter meetings, you have to be at, uh, active in the community. You have to talk to people. You have to be social um, and, and patient and understand what, what's, what's fully going on. And so as I just share with, with people that community organizing, the, the health and wellness field is very strenuous with all the the meetings and the strategic planning, but all of that equals towards a successful event. And so that's that's part of the, the final product and that I just welcome everybody to, to come and join join us. I just want to wake everybody up and um, and understand what, what's really happening out here. And so thank you again. And as of right now, I'm attending the fourth annual Nanakazad Harvest Festival here at Nanahnazah Chapter in the Navajo Nation, Fruitland, New Mexico. And so, again, um, I appreciate everybody for all the work that they're doing, all the outreach, the programs, the, the support, even just um, talking to your families and, and working with your families as well. And so I, I appreciate all the work that everybody does, and I very much appreciate the Navajo Nation um, all the work that everybody does to promote who we are and to be resilient. Thank you. Yeah, thank you everyone who is listening today. Have a good day.